description, update settings, plays, estimated audience, unique listeners, the list goes on and on. Anchor is the best. Why throw your money away when Anchor is 100% free? Podcasting host, available right now or download for you. Anchor is the number one, the one, the only choice, the free choice, the best choice. I've tried other hosts, and Anchor is absolutely 100% the best Anchor. Oh my God. Hi, everybody. It's so long. One whole minute, but hey, you know, it is what it is. We got to do what we got to do. How are you? How is Pink Cloud 9 uh, people doing today? I am so excited to be here. Um, Just a quick side note, Pink Cloud 9 is a recovery term for mental health and addiction recovery, which I've been in for four years. Cool deal. Enough about us and me and all that stuff. Today, I want to talk about the 36 Watchers. That's what I want to talk about. An awesome book by author Dan. Hi, author Dan. How are you doing today? I'm very well. Thank you. <laughs> cool deal. Cool deal. Okay, so tell us uh, about the 36 Watchers. I know that I asked you a little bit earlier, but please tell me again so I can so I can let the audience so you can let the audience know exactly everything. Absolutely. There is a myth that goes back a couple thousand years that there are 36 people in the world in every generation. Their identity is concealed. Nobody knows who they are. And they are responsible for the well-being in the, of the world. And if even one of them would not be there, the world would be coming to an end. Mm. That myth comes back from ancient Judaism roughly about, again, 2,000, 2,100 years ago. It has mentions in ancient texts, and it persisted into the present. I like that myth very much. I wanted to do something with it, and I ended up writing the book based on that myth. I love it. Wonderful. So what is the genre that the 36 Watchers is under? That would be a cross between a thriller, sci-fi, and fantasy, uh, with a big slash towards conspiracy theory, Basically, universal conspiracy theory, the real reason behind things that we are not aware of, and the 36 watches that guard the world against evil. Totally. I love it. Thank you so much for all of your hard work. How long was the process from the moment you thought, you know, I'm going to get this done to publishing date? Was it a long process so I would put I would put the starting point at uh, one summer night roughly seven years ago mm-hmm. uh, I was visiting my homeland of Israel and I was staying at a friend's place very like nice apartment overlooking the Mediterranean mm. I had my computer with me and I just started writing yeah. and when I done when I was done the first chapter was written yeah. uh, so I would put the starting point on that it percolated in my head for a while but that first chapter that's very inciting uh, was written on that night. So that's about seven years ago. So if you go from there, it took me about three years to write the book. And then uh, about one year, year and a half to edit and get the art. And then another year and a half looking for a publisher finding a publisher and publishing the book. The book came out in April 19. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the nice thing about it is that this summer uh, I wrote book two. And if it took mm-hmm. me three years to write book one, it took me three months to write book two, which was a cool thing. That is so great. Okay, so tell us about book two a little bit. No spoilers. So the Watchers is an ongoing thing. Basically, they are behind everything that's happening or they defend against things that we think are catastrophes like World War Two, like the Titanic, stuff like that. So because that's the concept, uh, it's a never-ending concept because, as we well know, every day we wake up in this world, something unexpected is happening, to say the least. Uh, so I got my material all set up for me. All I have to do is pick and choose. So in book one, we meet uh, the person behind you. Uh, she is Jenna. She is the protagonist. And she is just a person that lives in New York City uh, and carefree and happy. And due to a turn of events that I don't want to give spoilers of, she becomes a watcher. Book one that is out there and the book we're talking about now is the story of her becoming a watcher, yeah. how it comes to be. Book two is her going on her first assignment. Mm-hmm. And that is right. And book three will be going on her second assignment. And I've conceptualized book three, but I'm tired from book two, so I'm going to take a break before I sit down to do book three. Yes, we need to take breaks so that we don't overwhelm ourselves, for sure. I totally respect that. Awesome. So tell us the, how many pages is book one and book two? They're roughly about the same. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. When I conceive a storyline, I end up conceiving it uh, the same way in terms of quantity and time. So the both books are like around 130, 140 pages, which is a nice read. You get into it, you get immersed in it, but it doesn't, it's not a four or 500 pager that you're like, oh my goodness, I'm never going to finish this book. Right. Uh, (laughs) And she, she, she writes herself really nicely. I like the character very much. Uh, she has a lot of sarcasm, a lot of spunk, a lot of wit, a lot of strength, and uh, and a lot of sincerity as well. A lot of sincerity and sensitivity. Yeah. And sometimes she puts her foot in her mouth. So she stands up sure. to everyone and everything. Um, I like the fact that in this post-Me Too era, mm-hmm. my book is female-driven. I did not think about it because I started writing it in 2013, yeah. way, way before this stuff happened. It just mm-hmm. felt right that a uh, woman would be heading uh, the book. It just felt like the right thing. Wow. You are so, uh, you know, forward thinking and ahead of year, ahead in, you know, the years and so progressive and appreciate that. We all appreciate that. So thank you so much. Uh, cool. I'm glad that the protagonist has, uh, you know, wit and sense of humor and, you know, sarcasm to her those are my favorite type of characters obviously you know so yay uh i'm really excited to get my hands on uh the watchers the 36 watchers my bad (laughs) the 36 watchers cool deal so tell us where can we find the 36 watchers it's everywhere primarily if you go to amazon Mm -hmm. you just put the 36 watchers looking for a book and it comes right up uh, people want to go to barnesandnoble.com or Target or walmart.com yeah. any one of those uh, it's in British bookstores my publisher is nice they're reputable they uh, have offices in, Lo- in London in New York in Dubai in Australia 
So they do a fair amount of publishing, uh, uh, publicity for me. Uh, Amazon is usually where people go to get it, and you can get it hardcover or softcover or Kindle. Uh, mm-hmm. All those are available. And uh, I did a very, uh, um, I floated this idea, I'm going to float it here too with you, because mm-hmm. this is lovely interview and a lovely environment, and thank you. Thank you. Uh, book two, like I said, I finished it, mm-hmm. I uh, drafted it, and I'm inviting people to participate, sort of like an intellectual crowdsourcing, if you will. Yeah. And anyone that buys book one and reads book one and sends me an email, uh, find me on Facebook or through the 36 Watchers, which I have a page there, and tells me I read your book and I'm going to send you guys samples, excerpts from book two, and I'm going to solicit opinions and comments. Perfect. And if I like what I read, if somebody says, hey, why did you do this or why did you do that, then I'm going to totally incorporate it into the book and I'm going to give credit and acknowledge the person that did that. Uh, I'm hey. very much would like to take part of intellectual crowdsourcing and book two is not yet published, so it's open. You have to read book one in order to understand what I'm going to send you for book two because it's sure. a direct sequel. If you don't read it, that's like watching Return of the Jedi without watching Star Wars. Right. <laughs> don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> so true, right? Yeah, you gotta, you know, that's why we have steps. Step one, step two, book one, book two. Okay. Wonderful. Exactly. That's so great that you are, you know, getting the readers involved and they get a shout out and all kinds of fun stuff. So tell us where they can email you. You said they could email you. They can email me. Uh, I can put in the chat my email address. And if you can display that in the podcast. I can. uh, That would be great. That would be great. Exactly. Find me on Facebook as well. Uh, My full name. Let me do that as well. Because my name, my full name is Dan Bar Hava. Mm -hmm. And there's only us. Because... My grandfather came to Israel. His name was different. He didn't like the name he was given at birth. He changed it to Bar Hava, and that's the only. There's only us. There's no other Bar Havas. So, uh, <laughs> I love very it. Very easy to find me like that as well. By email, by Facebook, by name. If you buy book one and you send me a proof of that and a proof that you read it, I'm going to ask you some questions about it. I'm going to say what happens when Jenna. Let's say, uh, um, I would say, what is Jenna's favorite game to play with her friend Stephanie, for example? Mm-hmm. That's a very easy question to answer if you read chapter one of the book. Uh, so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions like this, and if you turn true, then I will totally send you parts of book two, and I would solicit opinions because I want to know what people are thinking. Yeah. I appreciate when people immerse themselves in the creative world, I've been creative from since I can remember. So it's very nice that the book is out and some reviews are out. People can read the reviews if they Google the thirty six watchers. The reviews come out. Cool. And, uh, they can see what people are saying. And uh, you're also on Goodreads. Are you on Goodreads? Yeah, it is on Goodreads, and there's some reviews on Goodreads. Thank you for reminding me. I forgot about that. For sure. Yeah. I just want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to get a hold of this 
you know, this opportunity of being able to get a hold of you and, um, you know, emailing you about book one, book two, getting a shout out, getting some, you know, people love that. So thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I have some time. You know, the book is edited now. I don't see it published in the next three to six, probably three to six months from today. So there's time to email me. There's time for me to email you. And if I get some suggestions that improve the quality and the ride that Jenna is going on on her assignment in book two, that would be awesome. There's a strong dimension of supernatural also in the book because the water are fighting supernatural evil. Yeah. And uh, and I would love opinions about that because the way I write, I take stuff from existing myths. So I incorporate a lot of mythology and esoteric knowledge that I know, familiar with and like into the book. Everything has roots that go back. I didn't really invent anything. I just take stuff that is out there and I put it together in a narrative. Absolutely. I love it. Tell me uh, the significance of the number 36. That's a very important uh, point. Uh, the number three and the number six. The number three is the most sacred number because it's the Holy Trinity. The number six is the most evil number because it's the number of Satan as in 666. Okay. From the revelation of St. John. Right. So when you put the three and the six together, yeah. which is now it's me. This is myself. This is not out there. This is me taking the fact that three is the most sacred number and six represents Satan. Yeah. And when you put them together, it representation of good versus evil, which is what the 36 are doing. Love it. And that's the significance of the, of the number. Cool. In, uh, in Hebrew, I should say this. In Hebrew, there is a system that uh, applies numeric values to letters. It's a very important system, and there's a lot of mysticism behind it. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet, the A, is called Aleph. And the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet is T. What we use for T in English, it's called Tav. And the word for truth in Hebrew starts with the letter A, ends with the letter T. So truth is the alphabet. First letter, the last letter. So there's numeric value on each letter. Three, uh, 36, uh, the letters that are presented, one letter is the L, the Hebrew L, which we say Lamed for, and the, uh, the other letter is the W, which we say Bab for. So in Hebrew, we don't say the 36, we say the Lamed Bab, the two letters. Right. And I grew up with that. People would talk about it and will say, wow, this person is such a good person. Maybe he's one of them. Yeah. Maybe he's one of the Lamed Vat. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's something that is also very important for me to uh, mention because that is the myth that fertilizes how I think. Although I do take it pretty far away. It's not expected. What's going on in the book is pretty unexpected. Yeah. And, uh, that would be my creative imagination, but taking myths that do exist. Uh, the evil force in the book exists as a myth in the world. And uh, I don't want to go into too much detail because that would be a spoiler. Uh, so a lot of other stuff exists. A lot of historical events, historical characters. You get to meet not just Jenna, but also past watchers. 
Nice. And those are historical figures that you will know and you would be pretty shocked. Oh, wow, is this guy a watcher? Is this woman a watcher? That is interesting because I never thought about them in this context. Love so it. That as well. I love it I all. Love it. Thank you. I'm so excited. Okay, great. Um, sorry we have run out of time and the audio is giving me feedback, so that's never good. But it's raining on my side of town, on my side of the world, so it's probably the just the rain being, you know, a nuisance. So thank you so much, author Dan Barhava, for being here with the 36 Watchers Book One Fall. And please be sure to get a hold of author Dan with the email posted up because he wants to hear from the readers. He wants to hear from you. He wants your opinions. Book two's coming out. Get in there. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Wonderful. So when we close, we say uh, no cyberbullying, no bullying uh, in real life or online, obviously. Never. Never. That's always bad. Terrible, terrible things happen. And uh, be nice to other people, but also be nice to yourself, self-love, self-care. And also, the last thing I say is donate time and money to children charity and the elderly charities as well. We need to take care of everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Everybody have a lovely, lovely, wonderful rest of the evening and a fabulous week. It's only Sunday. Enjoy your week and thank you. Thank you.